after a very long break, welcome back to the Peaked Too Early podcast. I'm your host, Blake Munchell. After the Euros killed Oscar, we've replaced him with a new, and some say better, co-host. I would like to welcome to the podcast for the first time uh, a very delightful Thomas Hughes. Thomas, how are you? Hello! It's so good to be here. Thank you for having me. I am so thrilled to join you, especially at this point of the year when there is the least soccer happening to discuss possible. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. And while it did kill him, the the ghost of Oscar I is still that. hanging around the podcast. Oscar, how are you dead. doing? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I really thought you just, just this was your like way of cussing me out entirely of the podcast, but I guess I'm still around. Um, even though it was my fault we were meant to do this like a week ago and I just completely forgot. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. on me. Um, but we're back. Oh my God, this is amazing. Um, and yeah, like Thomas said, there's no football to talk about. So this podcast will be a strange blend of me reliving one of the saddest moments of my life. Plus the Olympics, of which I've been watching none. So I, it should be exciting, I guess. I've, wa- I've watched <laughs> a lot of Olympics, so... Uh, I will, you know, carry the weight. And oh I know God. Thomas okay. has watched. Thomas, Tom, Thomas the... has probably been competing in the Olympics, to be honest. I've, <laughs> I have been watching roughly 20 minutes a night, and I'm going to just absolutely swing for the fences based bad. off of what I've taken from that. Thank you. I, um, I, I do have to say, so, yeah. that is exciting. That is exciting. Um, I do have to say, before we go any further, um, it is such a privilege to be here. Oh, yeah. I will say, on the one hand, so excited to be joining you too. On the other hand, um, like school starts in about a month, and for the past couple of years, my go-to fun fact has been that, uh, in fact, in spite of who I am as a person and everything mm. about me, I have never been on a podcast before, um, and that will really? no longer be a fun fact. Yeah, oh, yeah. You have That's the most, generally the response I get. Is you is have the most white boy podcast energy? Exactly. Any of us. You should you should see my so, blue light glasses right now. It's truly oh, atrocious. Oh, that's. That's a travesty. But, I mean, we're really excited to have you. It's been a long time coming. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. We need to really get, like, someone who isn't, like, we all basically look the same. Because yeah. Dash has been on this, too. We need to get some, yeah. someone different on, on here. Yeah. But, you know, some di- fresh voice, fresh opinion. But it's okay. Just, it's okay. Just, just someone not on the, on the spectrum of soft white boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Um, Why do you want to start do you want to start with the euros can can we please get that over with um i i should we just rip the band-aid off let's rip the band-aid off let's rip the plaster off um yeah no go i mean i don't know uh blake do you want to do you have questions i mean blake and i talked a fair amount about the euros when it was happening but thomas did you watch any i did not no okay (laughs) i uh i yeah no there's no way to cover i didn't watch it um it was it, it it it, I like the idea mm. of international soccer mm-hmm. and like the colors and like the fanfare okay. and like the the like nation nationalism. That's the jingoism. Like, yeah, uh-huh. but like like a fun jingoism, you know. Mm. Not, um, not the England kind of jingoism. No, yeah. no. Or like the, I like. There's something mildly entertaining about every four years, all of Europe being like, yes, we're going to all get plastered. For twelve hours a day, mm-hmm. and the Russians are going to beat us up in the streets. Absolutely, yeah. And it'll yeah. be the greatest moment of all of our lives. That yeah, just really appeals of... to mm-hmm. me. Like, okay. what do you think? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm interested to hear what Blake has to say about this. Uh, did mm-hmm. you like the Euros? Do you like the Euros, Blake? Because for me, it's different. I feel like being European, but I don't know what, what's mm-hmm. the American view. Mm-hmm. Uh, mixed bag. Uh, okay. It's you know certainly more enjoyable than watching the u.s national team uh mm. to which i just feel no like just nothing i'm just so like, is that uh, is that men's and women's yeah honestly but for different okay. reasons okay uh men's because they're like such disappointing mm-hmm. like and they're all assholes and half them are like hardcore right-wing nationalists yeah. mm-hmm. uh, sure, yeah and uh the women are just too the, good they're way too that's good. the thing the way yeah. it's like supporting you know like psg like yeah it's just you know what you're gonna <laughs> get every year so that's why i was delighted in the olympics when uh, they lost to sweden when they lost yeah. yeah it was awesome 
Yeah. Mm. Uh, and now they're back with a vengeance and are like into the final, right? So yeah. Win. But um for me, the Euros the Euros is great. I love the Euros. Uh growing up, we always did for the Euros and the World Cup, like um special like this is gonna sound strange, but like just special dinners. So we would pick a nation and then we'd have okay. like we'd follow that nation for a day and then do a dinner from that nation. So that's a fun nice. tradition. Um mm -hmm. <clears throat> I I wouldn't say that I paid particular attention to the Euros when I was a kid, though. So yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I remember 08 and 12, but it wasn't like that crazy. Um, mm -hmm. And as for this one, what a journey it was. I'm not going to get too much into it. What a journey it was. It was fantastic. Yeah. Marred yeah. by horrifying things. Uh, England have the worst fans possibly in the whole world. Sure. Um, and it was devastating. Uh, the final devastated me. I blew, I actually yeah. blew my voice out for four days afterwards because I was mm -hmm. screaming so much. Um, and I was very sad. Um, I'm very sad. Although Blake oh. did ask me, would you rather... I Didn't you ask me something like, would you rather lost in the semis rather than get to the final? Every time I would choose to get to the final, yeah. but losing on penalties and then the, that the stuff that happened afterwards... Uh, -huh. uh sad that's yeah. the overwhelming but i've moved yeah. on i'm fine I... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really convincing it's yeah. really convincing when you say it like that i have to ask um i think my one experience with the euros i don't know if you remember this when we watched in 2016 the england wales game mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. genuinely one of the most frightening experiences of my oh, life absolutely <laughs> i'm quite an intense person when it comes to watching football um, um, um yeah i imagine remember that thomas uh -huh. and uh i'm not being hyperbolic when i say times it by 100 that I, is what was the experience for the final so okay i genuinely think like at that hat so uh, blake i don't know if you remember this but 2016 it was group stages i believe mm -hmm. no it was um and England, Wales, and I go, I walk over to Oscar's house and the game's at like 10 in the morning or something. And uh, we start watching in, in the first half, they go down uh, one nil, if you prefer. Nice. We uh, thank you. Mm -hmm. And at the half, Oscar walks into the kitchen, walks back out and starts eating directly from a pint of Haagen-Dazs coffee ice cream oh, and yes. muttering and muttering hard times to himself. Just, <laughs> just... <laughs> Deeply concerning. Um, and then mm. in the second half, they uh, equalize it. And Oscar high-fived me so hard my hand hurt for five minutes. Mm -hmm. And yep, then Jamie Vardy equalizer. Yeah. When they scored the go-ahead, he slapped the floor and screamed. And I... <laughs> and that was is, a group stage. It's, it's so weird to have one of the top five most emotional displays i've ever seen come from oscar it's it's just deeply bizarre like i can't explain how how yeah. like mildly off-putting it is i will start with uh it's quite the distance for oscar to slap the mm -hmm. floor and uh in yeah. celebration that's yeah you know twice the distance a normal man must go oh right yeah um, you literally mean physical distance yes mm -hmm. correct but uh mm -hmm. for just uh you know to give the listeners a uh, a nice play by play of how emotional Oscar is yeah i have pulled up on oh, my computer no. in front of me our text chain from <laughs> the finals oh god um <laughs> did i i don't remember a single thing i said so this is going to be like insane whatever comes out so like, <laughs> if you just want to know how long this podcast has been in the making the chain mm -hmm. starts with me saying, are you down to record after oh, the yeah. match? Yeah. Uh, to which he never responded, no, which is a good indication <laughs> that it would take forever <laughs> to actually get this podcast out there. Uh, yeah. First text from Oscar, all capital letters. Maze fuck it. God the Let's <laughs> go. Because we scored in the second minute. Luke Shaw's got in the second minute. I lost it. I said... It had to be Luke Shaw. Can I just interject really quickly? Something yes. that is quite sad is genuinely, I that is the most elated I felt in my whole life. Yeah. In that moment, I was like, yeah. this kind of euphoria 
is too much like this yeah. just it's it's a yeah. frightening kind of euphoria but anyway, no absolutely yes mm -hmm. keep going um okay so then uh something well known on this podcast is that oscar is a huge pessimist um, <laughs> yes yeah and oscar, immediately yeah. after the let's gucking go he texted i said i said it had to be luke shaw and he responded long long way to go like he was already over the excitement um yeah yeah. He then, a few minutes later, I think uh, when Italy equalized, he said, we're losing this. This is so bad. It was um, bad. And then at some time went by, and after the penalties, he texted me, like a bad dream. Yeah. <laughs> that was his... Uh... It was surreal. But, but the thing is, I mean, it was nothing, because I didn't text you throughout the whole thing. It was just too much. Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was devastating. Uh, yes. What can I pick out that was fun from the Euros? Um, I guess us... Oh, I can't. I can't talk about this. This is just too... I don't. I guess we were good. I can't. If, I can't. If, if someone else has to talk. If I may, I think something that was remarkable and something that was sort of remarked on by the press to me uh -huh. was just how, like, deeply infuriating... It was that the English national team was this just like profoundly likable yes, and charming. Very likable, very likable. The team itself, everything else, yeah, so unlikable. Yeah, so unlikable. Yeah, but yeah, the team itself is great, and that's that's what I keep coming back to. And not to get too technical again with Gareth Southgate, but I think that is the key reason that I don't care that much about okay. how good of a manager he is technically because the culture change he's overseen is so profound mm. that it set mm. us up for success probably for years to come and yeah. and just literally like people don't realize how bad how toxic the team itself was or has been since i don't know like 1990 or before okay. i mean so that i just appreciate that so much that i actually feel a connection to the team so how how much of that do you think you can credit to Southgate and how much goes to like just like changes in like maybe the media or like public perception or um yeah, like the youth development programs or yeah, yeah just the personalities that you no longer have like Beckham and, yeah, and all that. True. I think that's a great question. I think I would attribute it a lot to Southgate because I think he consciously okay. implemented changes mm. with regards to so it, he started it back in so twenty eighteen, a big thing he did was he allowed the press into basically a gym where all the players were and he was like you have free reign just talk to whoever you want and that was the first time any member of the press ever was allowed access to any of the players and now obviously wow. they're all they're all media trained now so back in the day they yeah. weren't media trained so they would say insane shit all the time and so then it would be in the papers but uh -huh. i think that breaking down those barriers between the uk media which if you've seen ted lasso i don't know we can talk yeah. about that is yeah. notorious you know it's like it's it's like tr it's notoriously horrible it's like a horrifying yeah. like institution yeah you know, breaking down those barriers and trying to establish that rapport trying to consciously show uh, i mean stuff that blew up around england in general was it, these videos of the players arriving in their cars to the training ground and they go viral every time in the UK. Like uh -huh. they're like to some of the most watched like videos that the England national team put out because it's these moments that Southgate has allowed us to see for the team where it's just like a very mm -hmm. English thing where it's like, Oh, it's just the lads kind of thing. But mm -hmm. and as cliche as that sounds, I think it's been so important in establishing, <clears throat> I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I, the, I could be wrong because clearly the relationship between the fans and the players is still incredibly toxic. Just yeah. take a look at like what's happened afterwards, but also for example, just throughout the tournament, the clamoring for Jack Grealish at every turn is like just weird. Right. But I yeah. don't know. I think it's no longer a team full of superstar egos. And that, I think a lot of that is to do with Southgate who, lest we forget, was in the youth setup for a really long yeah. time and making these yeah. changes back in sort of almost a decade ago when all these players were youngsters. So, mm -hmm. yeah, but I needn't ramble on for a long time about that. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of talking about uh, a team that lost the final. 
Yeah, so what should yeah. we give props to Italy? I guess. Of course. I mean, they were the I mean, best. Yeah, the right? Mamma mia, yeah. Yeah. Well, who did... Okay, Thomas, this is... You, you, you'll, you'll shine in the Olympics stuff. Yeah. Blake, who did you enjoy watching the most in the Euros? I really enjoyed... Uh, is it Slovakia or Slovenia? Slovakia. Ooh. Slovakia. Okay. Um, I thought they were good. Okay, I thought yeah. the Czech Republic were good. Uh, yeah, racism aside. Mm. Sure. They pl Didn't, played uh, well on the pitch. Slovakia got beat 5-0 by Spain, though. So That is correct. Uh, after mm. one of the worst own goals ever by okay. my very oh, yeah. own Martin Dubrovka. Yeah, like 5-1, one, 6-1 one or something. Oh, no. No, that was a different game. Sorry. Keep going. They still, they were, you know, they, uh, they posted some, uh, mm -hmm. some decent results. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think pretty much everyone spain spain were fun spain were mm. interesting and italy were really good um, too, I, I would say italy were great yeah it was fun to watch the netherlands turkey turkey um, were terrible yeah exactly fun to watch them just wales was fun again. shit the bed well um, i enjoyed as much as like this is going to kill oscar i enjoyed watching england lose on penalties why why just because it was like too perfect. So devastating. It was the poetry. Like yeah. England on penalties. Yeah, it's literally poetic. Um, I'm sorry, Oscar. It's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm over it. It's, it's like the, the only reason I'm at all sensitive to the England national team is because I love Oscar. Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I would you be, shouldn't like us. We're terrible. I'd be so much more ruthless. Yeah. We are, mm -hmm. we are a very unlikable, unlikable team, unlikable fans. Oh. Yeah, and yeah. Switzerland. Oh yeah, Switzerland yeah. always do well. They always do well. Jordan Shakiri yeah. always pulls out some worldy goal for no reason, and then you're like, why is he just not playing any games for Liverpool? So as someone yeah, whose Thomas. understanding of the Euros has come pretty much exclusively from like coverage, neither mm -hmm. of you have mentioned Denmark. That oh, seems yeah. to me absolutely like insane, just bonkers. Mm. Yeah, I think that. So obviously, I mean, everyone will know, but d the d the whole Denmark campaign was overshadowed by Christian Eriksen's heart sack. Yeah, a footage that Blake and I watched live. And oh my god! Really, like, I don't, I mean, I think we discussed this, Blake, but for me, like, for the rest of the day, I was like out of it. It was one of the most horrible experiences. I've mm. had watching anything. Um, but yeah, they were amazing too. And I think that everyone just assumed they would just like peter out because who has the mental yeah. space to continue yeah. after some, some, the trauma of that. But obviously yeah. turned out that they were great. Um, Damsgaard, the, well, who do you, you call him Megamind, don't you, Blake? Because he's balding. He's yeah. Like 20 years old. <laughs> um, it's pretty sad. Um, he was incredible. And yeah, they were really fun too. They were really fun too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, so, you know, I, I watched the, the Ericsson incident um, mm -hmm. and that was pretty bad, uh, some would say. Mm -hmm. uh, and I kind of, I, uh, for the next few days, I don't think I watched any of the matches um, yeah, just because it like really took the, you know, taste for the tournament out of my mouth. But uh, mm -hmm. eventually I did. But I have this problem where, you know, when the media like constantly hypes a player or a team i just like get such a distaste for them um so that's kind of yeah, what it turned too. into for denmark uh because wow. the media were like okay they were like you know they're like oh like denmark like everyone will be rooting for them now they're so like you know they're so classy the way they reacted like da 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 da, da. Mm -hmm. and which while it's like admirable it's this Ooh. i think a, Austin, uh, thomas is dying. i think it might be thomas Oh, I'm at weird. What's going on? Uh, crackling. No oh, it's gone. That okay. was just crackling noise. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Sorry. So while, yeah, great podcasting. Um, <laughs> while it was like admirable what they did, it's mm -hmm. like, you know, after they just talk about them on and on and on and on yeah. and on, mm -hmm. I just, I'm like, I don't really. You don't like them anymore. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just, I don't like the storyline being yeah. said again and again and again. Okay. Yeah. So I, I have to 
ask. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, my two questions. I think my main something I've been really like not self conscious about, but like with regards to soccer, is I don't think I'm watching it the right way. Mm-hmm. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, I like, think so. I, I yeah. think when I watch it, I don't, I don't know what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have like strategies when you watch? And then, well, I guess I'll get to my second question later. Because, like, okay. I'll watch it, and I'll be like, cool, they're kicking the ball around. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Is I, there, like, is it just a matter of, like, playing more so you have a better yeah. appreciation for it? Or is I it... I think, yeah, yeah, I think it's one of two things. I think okay. you either have to have played it since you mm-hmm. were a kid, and then you have a appreciation for the technical side of it. Slash, mm-hmm. I think it just, you'd, like, vicariously live through the players. Or mm-hmm. you have to you have to be obsessed with the team. You have you have mm. to have like a either a cultural connection to it or some sort of very emotional connection to a team because obviously I mean there's plenty of people out there who are diehard fans who don't play football although I would yeah. say that I I think that's pretty rare I I wouldn't but um, right. I think it's one of those two things and I think that's why it's hard for a lot of Americans to get into it because it's not a cultural thing here right and. And, you know, it's not kids don't play on the streets, basically. Yeah. So okay. you don't have either. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Blake definitely. I mean, obviously, Blake, you play or have played yeah. forever, but you must have insight into like that. We, I mean, we, we talked about it a little bit with Dash, but obviously I have that like legacy yeah. fan in in in, un, in quotes uh, connection, but Blake doesn't. But so maybe, you know, maybe you got to start following a team, Thomas. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, Thomas, join uh, join join me. Start watching Newcastle. Definitely don't, definitely mm. don't do Newcastle, Thomas. Yeah, you'll you, learn you, to hate football. I feel like because it's not yet, fingers crossed, like a franchise sport, yeah. um, like in the states, you can okay. legitimately, I think, really get into a team. Whereas I remember back when it was mm, no, not March Madness, but I got really into March Madness. Yeah, and so I was texting you about basketball, and I was like, I remember that. maybe I could like get into NBA too. Which team should I follow, kind of thing? Uh-huh. Slash, I was like googling that kind of stuff, and yeah. the general consensus is like it doesn't really work that way. You can't really like hop into a team and like love it because it the cha- I don't know something about it, it just changes too much, or it's just like there's too many games. I don't know. But the, oh, interesting. The same is not true for football. I think people can really like pick some random team and fall in love mm-hmm. with it and be f- like a fan for life. So you could okay. do that for sure. I, you could definitely okay. do that. So, you know, I'll be, and, and I'll be honest. I quizzes out there don't probably don't want to want to invest that kind of time. I um, something about all the games being at like noon on a Saturday just doesn't, doesn't do it really noon appeal is, to me. Noon is if you're lucky. Yeah. It's yeah. like 7am, 10am, noon, 3pm. You, you have Do, are you listening? Do you realize that's horrible, right? No, it's great. <laughs> okay. I watch it all day. I, well, I, okay. I have down on my calendar uh, Sunday, August 15th, 9 a.m. Yeah, we got to do that. Newcastle versus West Ham with Oscar and Tom. Yeah, we got to do that for sure. Okay. For all sure. right. I'll be and there. it's 9 a.m. It's not even 7 a.m., so it's easy. Like Whoop straight up do. easy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Th- then that that'll be our next. Uh, we could even do a yeah. live pod, live reaction pod. Mm. One of Blake or I will probably be very annoyed afterwards, unless it's a draw. Sure. Sure. So. And then you'll both be annoyed. Fantastic. Oh no! I mean, one hundred percent. I'm saying now, West Ham are losing that game. It's okay. not even a. It, we are losing. Okay. Definitely. Okay. We always lose to Newcastle. I, I I have to say, I think one of the things like watching you two experience fandom i think you're absolutely right there's definitely like a cultural gap and a difference because i don't correct me if i'm wrong but i don't think either of you have any like remote expectation that either of your teams will win a trophy within your lifetime no well maybe a trophy well and that's that's just to me that seems so deeply like just like depressing that you two are just like happy being miserable all the time yeah, yeah, like best it. case scenario, you get like drubbed out of the Europa League, like that. Just I don't know. You nailed it. You nailed it. You nailed okay. it. Okay. I don't know. There's something. There's something like nice about you know. For all my life, where I've watched Newcastle, we've never mm-hmm. been a top team in the Premier League. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen us mm-hmm. finish 
sixth once and get Europa mm-hmm. League. Um, but it makes, you know, finishing 10th place, it makes it, like, so good. Um, right, so you're not, you're not hoping for joy, you're hoping for not misery. Like, yeah, that's a good rooting, way to describe you're not rooting for anything, you're rooting against relegation, and that, to me, I think is a hard leap to make. Yeah, I get it's, it's a hard the, sell. Yeah, it's the hope yeah. that kills you, right? It's the hope that kills yeah. you, kind of. That's thing. fair. So but I mean, like, like that's like, the thing. Yeah, Blake isn't. Blake and I aren't starting the. We we okay at the beginning of the season we're like okay yes let's not get relegated but deep mm-hmm. down we're like okay there's like three what ifs what if yeah. we like have this it, it like like what West Ham had last season that is a perfect mm-hmm. example for Blake okay. and I where it's like you have this essentially this fairy tale season which in yeah. this modern era the 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 most fairy tale thing you can come up with is the Leicester like win yeah. right yeah and so it's like that's every fans of these kind of teams that that we support mm-hmm. that's the, that's mm-hmm. the dream and it's renewed every single season it okay. shouldn't be because it's never yeah. going to happen but it is yeah. and that's yeah. what keeps you going yeah well i mean that's just like so antithetical to the american sporting experience at yeah. least at the professional level i think like the washington i think probably the closest thing for me in terms of like your level of passion is probably the washington nationals um and I mean, Blake, you watched me watch them in the World Series, and I'm sure that was just a physically painful experience for you as well. But like, even when they arrived, and they were just miserable, because we have effectively socialism for professional sports and professional sports only in this country, like there was always the hope that like, they would be able to do it and eventually win the World Series. And there would be some sort of emotional payout. And I think it's weird to me that you guys are okay with not having any of that ever mm. yeah but it, it also makes you know like every match okay feels awesome like okay. you know when, when we lose it's whatever there's no repercussions mm. usually i mean i've seen newcastle get relegated twice in my lifetime but uh Oof. the uh the the wins like you know i think we're uh five straight matches versus west ham undefeated um mm. just i love it i love being able to just say you know the only team that uh actually now there's two teams that newcastle and steve bruce have done the double over it's everton mm. and west ham um, both of which are bigger clubs than newcastle so okay uh, yeah sorry oscar that your team sucks shit that's okay we finished uh we finished much higher than you, so, you know. That is true. And if we talk about predictions today, you'll see my expectations are quite low for uh, yeah, Newcastle they should United. Be. Shall, we, um, shall we move on to the next topic? Because, Thomas, you, you have to bounce at six. Yeah, yeah. No, so I actually have just one more question. Okay, and I guess yeah, this is mostly for Oscar. So oh, yeah. coming off of the Euro, mm-hmm. the does Euros. how you watch the yeah. English national team play differ from how you watch West Ham? Uh yeah, it does. It does. Right. Um, How so? Um, oh, it's a tricky one. I mean, uh, I don't know if I can put this into words. I think the intensity of the emotion, at least in this mm-hmm. like iteration of the England national side, is mm-hmm. probably pretty similar. But it would be like I could. I think I can move on quicker from the highs and lows of being an England fan than I can from the highs and lows of being a West Ham fan. I think okay. that. Yeah, I think it's gonna it's 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 hard for me to put into words. Um, mm-hmm. West Ham is something that is like I think about all like like every day, right? Mm-hmm. England is not, so it's like it's a different okay. like depth of connection. I think mm. where it's like I know that West Ham will never well they could go away I guess if they get like bankrupt, but West Ham is like something that will is always constantly sort of evolving right in front of my face. Whereas England, I think okay. it dips in and out of like my vision, and then and then it's more of like a, a flash of like intense connection. Whereas West Ham is sort of yeah, it's just bubbling under the surface all the time. I don't know. I can't really explain it. Okay, and then how do you how do you what does it feel like to like once every two years or so just be wildly passionate and tied up mm. in in and be rooting so hard for players that normally you would. 
be uh, so yes. vehemently opposed to uh, vehemently? You know, this is the I thing, Thomas. I think yeah. I, that's not how I ro roll. Like, Blake rolls okay. like that. He fucking hates everyone. But I don't. Yes, that's true. I like players. I like them. Okay. So I don't, I don't mind. Like, I, I, okay. I like, you know, I love Marcus Rashford. And, like, I just, so I don't, it doesn't bother me as much. I don't know. Maybe, Blake, okay. do you have a, dip, like, what about you? Because you well, hate the thing everyone. is, I'd, I don't have a national team that I support. Okay, so yeah. Well, sure. It's a little different. But uh, I could, I understand, because I, I see Oscar, he doesn't, well, he'll, he'll be like, I hate Chelsea with my guts. But then he'll be like, yeah. the English players on Chelsea, yeah. he likes a lot. I like Reese James. Uh, you know, I like Tammy Abraham. Yeah, Mason like Mount. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it you know, it, He's like a plastic West Ham supporter. He'll oh, root yeah? for Chelsea players, yeah, just because they're English. Really, no, don't, don't you dare, don't you dare. <laughs> so I, don't, I just, this is, I think it's really interesting, actually. This is where Blake and I, I think, most fundamentally sort of disagree with how we, mm -hmm. yeah, how we um, approach football in general. Because I mean, and it's a constant theme of the podcast where Blake will say something yeah. outrageous about a player for no reason other than the fact that he just, you know, doesn't like them because he's, he's like. Blake, you're just Newcastle all the way. Whereas I'm definitely also West Ham all the way, but I just like footballers and football. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. Blake can okay. himself, obviously, but that's my view. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Good questions, though, Thomas. Wow. Coming Thank in, you. Coming in hot. Thank you. Um, I, 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 have to, I have to ask, yeah. and we can take this out in post, but like, is, is the active listening thing good or bad in a podcast? the active listening thing oh like, like i keep on going like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh i do yeah. it all the time okay. so yeah, okay. I yeah don't, don't worry i don't know yeah okay okay yeah i do that to the thing about good and bad podcasting is there is no good and bad podcast yeah well this all. is a bad podcast okay. but short but, right you know, yeah well yes naturally yeah. um i it, it doesn't matter because we are okay. not in the ears of anyone so we can sure. do whatever we want basically sure okay yeah that tracks <laughs> um olympics who wants to talk olympics olympics let's fucking get I, it boys oh, i yeah. can i can start with olympics because i have some questions yeah. for you guys please um okay. this is something that a friend of the podcast dash and i talked about uh, okay. on friday mm -hmm. uh do you think that the coverage of the olympics is different this year from other years because oh. I feel in every other Olympic year, it's all anyone is talking about. Oh, um, yeah, right, right. And mm. this year, one, I, I know some stats that back me up. But also, one, I feel like not as many people are talking about it. And okay. not as many people are watching it. And I wonder if not as many people are talking about it just because it's a lot harder to talk to people nowadays. Um, mm. Just because okay. you're not... You know, you're not, if you're going to hang out with someone, you're going to hang out with one of your, like, close friends. You're not hanging out yeah. with, yeah. you know. And you have a full, like, year and a half friend. worth of thing to talk about as opposed yeah. to. Exactly. Okay. So, do you think the coverage is different and the way people are talking about the Olympics are different this year? So, so do you want to bust out your stats now or are you going to save those to dunk on us later? True. Uh, let, me, let me find my, my number. Okay, no, so I can go. I, I will say... So not to like woe is me, but I've been like really busy. I've been working effectively a full-time job and a part-time job this summer. So it is really difficult for me to sort of just be like, yes, okay, I'm going to sit here and just like watch the Olympics. And when I have, I've really enjoyed it. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk about that more later. In terms of like the coverage it's received, most of what I've been watching as a swimmer myself has been the swimming the coverage there i haven't noticed a ton of difference mostly because it's just rowdy Gaines being insane and he's been doing that since like the 90s or whenever he's been doing it um that being said yeah it does feel a little more muted than in previous years i think oscar what do you think um i would agree i think i've I was much more into Rio, obviously much more into London. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't mm -hmm. watched much of this Olympics. I, I don't know. I think I, I, I don't like the US coverage of it. So that's okay. always sucked. So because it's, yeah, like, cause it's just so like, I saw, I saw a tweet yeah. um, from the journalist Roger Sherman, 
where he said it was about the 400 freestyle race between uh, uh, Titmus and, and Ledecky, and he said effectively, like, um, I just watched one of the most exciting swimming races I've ever seen, but the American didn't win, so naturally they called it with all the excitement of someone opening their Christmas presents, yeah. and it's all school supplies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I will say, I, I do feel guilty about how little swimming I've watched, because this is the one time every, like, four, or in this case, five years, where we actually receive, like, a decent amount of attention, and it's, like, mm. televised in a way that's, like, interesting to watch. Um, and I just, like, am not that into it. Yeah, I don't know. I get that. I think there's something... I think there's... with with There's something distasteful, I think, about mm-hmm. the way that elite athletes who aren't in sports that like football or basketball or whatever that are paid like that are elite athletes who essentially aren't millionaires the way that they're treated and especially in this pandemic and especially Mm -hmm. in a country that is struggling right now and we see it with simone biles right who clearly like she can't like you know she's just not in a place to do it and it makes sense because it's like the pressure they're put under Mm -hmm. the things they're expected to do coupled with being, you know, in Tokyo and can't go anywhere, fearful of being infected by COVID. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it's something about it is a little bit distasteful. And I think maybe that's the reason I haven't got super hype about it. Because I'm just thinking about like how many of these athletes, you're looking at these like stories that, you know, CNN or whatever, like put together for them. And it's yeah. like, yeah. they're just essentially abandoned during the pandemic, right? They're just abandoned yeah. and they have to like train yeah. on their own or like, I don't know some something crazy and then then they're like paid attention to when it's relevant for everyone else i don't know it just feels weird. yeah there is that also that aspect of like american sports journalism in particular i don't know if it's a global thing but like Mm. it mostly comes out um around like the nfl and nba drafts Uh um but it just like kicks into overdrive for the Olympics where it's that sort of like obsession with like sob stories and stuff that like yeah, 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 definitely yeah. crosses the line into trauma porn at times. Oh, for sure. That's just kind of like, it's just exhausting to watch like NBC and just like, just knowing that at some point in the telecast, they're going to mention a dead relative. Like that is yeah, just, yeah, for sure. it's a lot. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But Blake, I mean, you've been enjoying it then. So how, mm-hmm. what, what have you been watching? Oh, I, I have enjoyed it. Yes, mm. uh, definitely not as much as I've enjoyed other years. And uh, okay. so I've been watching a ton of Olympic soccer. And oh, okay. Olympic soccer, I think this year has really sucked. Um, and it it feels so different. Not having crowds in the stadiums. Yeah, interesting. It feels so much more different than Premier yeah. League without fans. Yeah. Um it's like so soulless and yeah. Japan's doing so well and they, you know, are in like they should be in front of their home fans and yeah, they're just and they're not yeah. Not, which is very yeah. sad, but overall it's just been kind of underwhelming. Um Okay. There've been some, you know, some amazing track events. Um the the high jump uh Okay. gold medal that was insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, some events just phenomenal. Archery was amazing this year. Um, I one of yes. The, oh yeah. Um, my my big ones are always badminton and ping pong. Um, oh, some of the best matches. Okay. This year that I've ever seen in the Olympics. Um, yeah. Especially badminton. Uh, it was okay. crazy. Yeah. So um, I think I think probably the best part of the Olympics is like getting into a weird niche sport for <laughs> yeah. two weeks. Yeah. So, Blake, yeah, are those the ones that you've been getting into? Yep, absolutely. I don't watch okay. any of these things. Other than soccer, I don't watch any of these outside right. of the Olympics. Yeah. 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 Um, um, but which, just... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go. Yeah, I, I have my... that. It's, it's worse than I thought. Uh, the Olympic opening ceremony is always the most watched mm-hmm. uh, event mm-hmm. at the Olympics. Uh, okay. And this year's opening ceremony had the fewest viewers in the U.S. since 1988. Wow. Wow. Uh, and if you crazy. just think about how much larger television deals are nowadays. Um, yeah. Like, I think that makes it way worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. 
But I think that kind of shows just how, at least in the U.S., which is, you know, the only frame of reference I have. Sure. The Olympics just haven't been as big this year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the, yeah, just the plain truth. I wonder how they'll bounce back for Paris. It'll be interesting Mm. to see. That one might... I feel like the time gap there will be a little easier to wrap. Right. Americans heads around, I think. Oh, true, true. Because I think part of it for for me has been, like, I'm not... Like, I'm... uh, Not to be a diva, but, like, I'm not super interested in watching a broadcast that isn't live. So my two options are, like, when I'm getting ready for bed or, like, five in the morning, like, five to nine in the morning. Yeah. Um... And that's a little difficult. Yeah. But. Well, how long does it go for still? I think another week. Well, all right. Maybe yeah. a little more. Well, there we go. I've been, I like, I like, I quite like the Olympic channel sometimes. I watch that. That's fun. Okay. But that's mainly just like, well, I, actually, you know, I like the recaps of just <laughs> like lots of different types of sports. All in one. That's fun. I really enjoyed that. So I'll try and catch that more before it all ends. But okay. I don't know. It is what it is, I guess. Okay, I uh, Blake, you said you've been watching the archery. Mm-hmm. So I I started watching it just because it was what was on, and I was like, "This is ridiculous!" Like I'm watching bows and arrows. Like, all right, fine, <laughs> okay, Hunger Games. Like, e- easy there. But I I've, yeah. I've become absolutely enthralled by especially the South Korean team, and oh, especially yeah. the South Korean team's member who wears a bucket hat. Um, no way. Like, Are you talking didn't... men's or women's? Because both have a so no. A so then, and then I was doing like a, wearing a bucket hat. I was doing and like the proliferation of bucket hats among archers. Like you would think it's a shooting sport. Like you would not expect it to be this like just deeply cool. Yeah. But it is. It's sick. And then the way they let their bow like spin after they shoot, like it is a cool sport. Yeah. It's sexy. It like it's sexy. wow. I don't know. Yeah. What do you, What do you think? I don't know. It, it's just cool. It's something, it's one of those things where it like, it looks so easy, but you know, archery is so difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, okay, yeah okay. and it was like, uh, I, I don't remember who, was it Korea versus Chinese Taipei, where Maybe. the they had, the opponents had just scored a 9 and they needed a 10 to win. And then, yeah. He shoots and gets the ten, which is just fuck. Yeah, yeah. amazing. I, so okay, here's a, yeah. here's a question for you. So I'm gonna adapt like basically an icebreaker that I did at work. Um, okay. It was something like if you so we're all okay. Blake, you're like 23. Thomas and I are 22. Mm-hmm. Um, so similar age. It works. So here's a scenario. This is gonna sound morbid, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. This is your scenario. You have been told by some sort of genie god thing um you have to enter an olympic event and obviously represent you have to you have to represent your country at an olympic event before the time you're 40 or by the age of 40 okay otherwise you and your whole family will just be killed okay? okay which event do you go for so, you know, drop everything. You're training from now until you're 40. I don't know. You, I guess you have a few, you, you have a few Olympic cycles to yeah. get there to represent your country. Okay. Which sport are you going for? Stuff to keep in consideration. You two are American. Yeah. America yeah. is good at everything. So you have to try yeah. and pick a sport that you legit. So, Thomas, you're a great swimmer, but there's no fucking way you could do okay. that. Yeah. So it's like. I'm not a genetic anomaly. Exactly. So basically. Exactly. So you have to Shit. try and pick a sport where you think, okay, my country isn't that great at it. Maybe I'd have like the slightest okay. chance. That kind of thing. Okay. Which okay. sport would it be? There you go. Oscar, okay. what did you say? Yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out because. Okay. England is also pretty good at uh, stuff, but obviously yeah. not. We're just small, so we don't have. Um, yeah. I would go for something like. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Probably okay. I, so the the boring answer for me would be mm-hmm. the pistol, the pistol stuff. Yeah. So the yeah. guy who won the any gold, shooting sport. Yeah, yeah, any shooting sport. The guy who, apart from like archery, the guy who yeah. won the gold. I think the Syrian was is he Syrian? I don't know. He started practicing in like the basement of his work or the embassy in like 2019, and he won the gold like 
like by far he won the gold so something uh -huh. like that uh -huh. i feel like you could go for, i could go for but okay yeah yeah it's a tricky question like, I, I, I like do you want to go or i i'm trying to figure out who won the shooting okay um, pretty sure it was like a syrian guy so i i would like i feel like the easy answers are yeah either shooting yeah. or equestrian because those are so age independent. True, true, like true. I think the oldest Olympian, I don't know if it's ever or if it's this year, is an equestrian uh, rider, and she's like sixty six or something. Now, the downside to the equestrian event is I'm five eleven, and maybe like a hundred fifty pounds soaking wet. Mm -hmm. So I don't think the horse would be super keen on that. Um, Blake, do you have an answer? I oh. Wait, are you saying you're too big for the horse? I think I'm too big for the horse, yeah. Too big for the horse? I, I thought you were saying you're true, too true, little. True, true. No, no, because no. they're all tiny. I mean, all tiny. I mean, like, it goes without saying that a horse would just, like, catch my aura and absolutely feel yes. entitled to just, like, completely ignore anything I'm absolutely. telling it to do, absolutely. which is fair. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, mm -hmm. I think I think it would just be a combination of, like, this this man child on top of me is both too heavy and an absolute pushover. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to I'm going to have the drive to make it to the horse Olympics. Yeah, you just piss you off know? the horse. Yeah. Yeah. You would yeah. you would annoy the horse. Yeah. And like I mean like knowing me I'd be making racing stripes references the whole time and the horse <laughs> would just be like that's fucking unbearable. Like yeah. cut that shit out. Would fuck you Am I allowed to curse? We can take this Yeah, we've both. been cursing for <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> okay. So I've got some uh, multiple viewpoints. Okay. Okay. One, okay. I I couldn't do equestrian. I don't fuck with horses. Yeah. Okay. Also, that uh, horses suck. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nasty, nasty creatures. They bite uh, assholes. Just assholes. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, as for an event that I could theoretically pass, you know, like because you know my family's lives are at stake, I think I could sure. do bobsleigh. Like, but that's a you winter. Know, be, that's winter. Oh, it has yeah. to be a summer you gotta event. Gotta go summer. You gotta go summer. Yeah. Also, Although like good, to, that was a good one. I like that. To make like the that. bobsled team, I think you pretty much have to be like an elite sprinter. So, but the thing is, yeah. you know, if I had really good teammates, is the stipulation right. that we have to win a medal for my family to live? Hmm. Uh, no, you don't have to get a medal. You literally just have to represent your country at an Olympics. Oh, so you just have yeah. to like qualify. Base, you have to just qualify, which is hard enough, obviously. But mm. base qualify—that's all. That's all. Mm, okay. No medal. So yeah, you know, bobsled. Try to convince you know three of the best Americans to bring me on because my family's lives are at stake. Yeah. Um, okay. But I guess if it has to be summer, I'm looking at the the new ones that'll be in 2024. France, break dancing. Yeah. Uh, break dancing. That's yep. gonna, all right. That that's just, yeah. I don't like that. It's a mockery. I'm, I'm gonna say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they they'll put anything in the Olympics. They will. Uh, they, they're true. thinking about putting uh, what's it called? Cycling? No, cycling. Yeah, no, they, you're so no. you have to be so good. No, cycling is like a legit not. sport. Um, yeah, I said that just to fuck with Thomas. Uh, that's fair. Well, the English, you know, we we are the best by far at cycling. We love the cycling. Um, yeah. No, what was it? Damn it! What was I going to say? Um, oh, they're going to put uh, esports. They're thinking about putting esports into the Olympics. So, there you go. So, um, I think the two that I would go with um, would be field hockey and um, handball, because they're both okay. team sports. And like, even if I didn't make it and I died, I would just have so much fun doing it. I think. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Good, good answer. Yeah, so that was that was the nice. Uh, it was a decent icebreaker, I thought, as I, the mm -hmm. icebreakers go. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Um, the yeah, uh, oldest Olympian ever was seventy-two. Uh, he was a yeah. shooter, and yeah. he won silver in nineteen twenty. So it doesn't count. But you know. Okay. Yeah. None. Um, I know one of the old United States handball team coaches. I think I remember you mentioning that. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's well, my way. My number. I... Yeah. True. Yeah. Family's lives are at stake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But right. yeah, I don't have any uh, 
any better answers no all good answers um where do we want to take the next 15 to 20 minutes what do we, we want to do? talk about premier league i'm down for anything anything uh sure <laughs> let's do it we can test thomas's knowledge we could that would be hilarious okay we could so i do him. i do have a a quick like just i don't even know if sophie's choice is the right word okay but a deeply i think it'll be incredibly entertaining for me and very painful for you game for us to play okay. so just let me know when you're ready for that we can do it right now thomas we are we can do it right now easy. okay we are easy. okay all right so um where'd i put it okay so um you two are both fans of like mid-tier premier league teams mid-table low-table um and it's i don't know if this will be a good game for you okay because you're just like profoundly okay with being mostly miserable for your entire lives but i think we've seen sort of like middling teams brought up sort of like man city Mm-hmm. with this infusion of like capital mm-hmm. and so the the game is effectively who would you be okay with buying your team oh, so i have a yeah. list of of oh i like that incredibly is well this... i guess love this game is this to wind me up because i'm a newcastle supporter possibly this is yes. the exact situation that happened yeah we were nearly purchased by the saudi state the Saudis. yeah yeah, so I get, well, oh god, I'm so sorry, my chair is so creaky. Um, so, yes, so Oscar, so yes, Blake, obviously, your team is almost bought by the Saudis, uh, mm-hmm. and Oscar, your team is already owned by um, uh, men who have made their living uh, in selling sex, yes. Yes, David Gold, um, Sullivan. Okay, so we're just going to, I'm just going to go through this list. There's about a dozen of them. And I just want you. Uh, so, like, the premise of this game is if they bought your team, okay, guarantee, guarantee a trophy, guarantee well, what, FA, what, what kind of trophy? Yeah, just just a trophy. Any trophy? Okay. Like like FA, maybe not Champions League, but like maybe Europa League, something like that. All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right. And just like gut reaction, shoot from the gut hip. Okay. okay. First one. Nice warm up. Just a generic. Petro state, okay? Maybe maybe Qatar, maybe Saudi Arabia, no. who knows. No. But a generic Petro state. No. Thoughts. No. 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 That's the human rights it's the human rights stuff. Okay. Absolutely not. No. Okay. Okay. Like uh, I will say no. Okay. But it, it... It depends on their involvement. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, that's like you know my thing with the the Saudis and the PIF. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like I don't know. Do the two of you guys watch Disney movies? Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys own an iPhone? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I, we, yeah. yeah. So do you guys well, drink at Starbucks? Then you guys are supporting the Saudi state but, technically. You know. Okay. Okay. See, that's that's uh, as someone who is like familiar with the um, cycling world, but not like an active participant in it. That is something that is fascinating because, like, that is like a way that a lot of like very bad people and things choose to like reputation launder, and yeah. like it's like a well-established thing for a cycling team to be sponsored by like an absolute like human rights abuser. And it's deeply entertaining. Well, it's not deeply, it's horrifying. But yeah. at the same time, like watching cycling fans try to grapple with that is something that that is amusing. So anybody who is still hate listening to this podcast True. Uh, from your cycling competitors, shout out. You know who I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> next one up. Like general, like Chinese interest, like high level oh. associated with the Chinese government. Um. Maybe like the dude who owns Alibaba or like Ooh, something like that. With proof of funds, yes. Okay. Without with shady proof okay. of funds, no, because then you have like an Inter Milan situation. We've seen like weird stuff with like Chinese businessmen. Because the, obviously yeah. the problem with them is that they can get their money taken away like like snap like really quickly. But yes, okay. probably yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. like Southampton had a similar issue. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. There's like so many clubs, Wigan. 
that you know have been purchased by some Chinese billionaire who then okay. the proof of funds ends up not being there. Yeah, um, it'd have to be a very then... solid proof of funds. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, generic Russian oligarch. Oh, that's a good one. Um, yeah, thank you. Generic? No. no. No, you wouldn't be okay with it. No. Okay. Uh, how many Russian oligarchs are there? Yeah, I feel like there's. Uh, not so, like, this was the thing a number of years ago where a Russian oligarch bought the Brooklyn Nets, oh. and like all five of the Brooklyn Nets. And this might have been while they're still in New Jersey. <laughs> But, like, the Nets fans were like, I mean, on the one hand, like, I guess we'll be able to go over the salary cap, but, like, and then they ended up just being, like, shitty and taking on, like, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce's corpses for these bloated contracts. But, you know, I don't know. Right, yeah. Okay. No, I'd I'd say no. I'd say no. I'd say no. Okay. Like, official answer? Um, I would say no as well. Just based okay. on what we've seen from Chelsea, mm-hmm. and mm. if that's yeah. a a model to go off, I know it's very involved, and it's like certainly yeah, sports shady. washing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Now we're getting to some inter- some specific examples. Richard Branson. No. Fuck or, no. 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 Okay. No. That's okay. so easy. Okay. Doesn't he right. own he um he is he messing around with like some French team. Okay. I think. And he's right. terrible at it. Like, so, so bad. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. Elon Musk. No. No. Okay, but, like, for that level of wealth, if we bump it up to, like, guarantee Champions League semifinals within five years. No. Still no. no. But this is the... Okay. I think this is the interesting thing, right, Thomas? Because yeah. for Blake and I, it's about... Mm-hmm. I don't... Okay, okay, I won't speak for Blake. But for me, okay. I don't want it to happen that way. For, okay. like an instant fix an instant it's so it okay. ruins the soul this is so okay. dramatic but it like ruins the soul of like the yeah. team yeah um, that is very so you dramatic. don't want to become like an rb leipzig you don't really want yeah. to become a manchester city kind of thing okay but no but okay. still interesting questions because there are some billionaires that i would take for sure but okay um elon musk would definitely not be one of them okay well just uh, oscar talking about you know it taking the soul out of the club uh, with the rumored Saudi takeover, it's yeah. hilarious because the, the the players we were getting linked to was like Hamza Shadouri from Leicester. Um, oh, yeah. who's like yeah. an outcast at Leicester. Yeah. Because um, just everyone hates his guts. Yeah, sure. I do hate him. For good reason. He's like such an asshole. Okay. But, uh, you know, so like for that, the the sucking the soul out of it, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I, there are some, you know, evil, evil owners who okay. would not take the soul out of it immediately. Okay. Um, so, what, okay. what was the most recent specific person? Elon, Elon Musk. Musk? No. Nah, yeah. like, okay. He's just such but, a weirdo. Okay. He would like one... get us sponsored by Dogecoin. Yeah, he would. Yeah, that's true. That is true. You you have to factor in like the extra weirdness that he would bring. So this one, I think, will probably be a cakewalk for both of you. Let's say also like guarantee just by like principle of like mutual mutually assured like destruction or like mutually assured armament that like it would also mean you know your top five clubs would be looking at mediocrity. Okay, just to like sort of spit on their graves. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos? No. 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 Yeah. Uh, It just feels so wrong. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, here's where we get a little more interesting, I think. Okay. And just in terms of like less like explicitly unlikable, Melinda Gates, not Bill Gates, Melinda. Gates. Um, no. 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 Okay. What has Melinda Gates done that's controversial? Uh, I don't. Yeah, be married to Bill Gates. I guess she was okay with him, yeah, being a sex pest. So, sure. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't have a problem with Melinda Gates doing it. Okay. I don't know okay. if there's anything explicitly bad enough about her. Okay. Like, if you're going to get owned by a billionaire, they're all going to be, like, yeah, shitty true. people. It's true. Okay. At least she married into the shittiness. Yeah. That's true. I could, I, could, I could swing Melinda at a, uh, at a stretch. Okay. 
The Kardashians. No. Hell yeah. Hell yeah? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Quick answer. You know I it. want... What is... What is... Uh, like, Newcastle with... Uh, K-U-T-K. Oh, yeah. Across oh, oh, the chest. K-W-T-K? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. K-W-T-K. K-W-T-K. Yeah, okay. 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 Yeah, yeah the, e, the E network on your chest. That'd be just pretty sick. The absolute chaos that it would cause. It would just be a circus. Yeah, it be, okay. It would be a circus. That's true. You do like to watch Plus, things burn, Blake. That does make sense. Yeah, Newcastle's a party town, so I feel like okay. the Kardashians would be at home. Okay. Okay. Uh, this one is... I feel like a little niche. Okay. So maybe just for American political Tom Steyer. Tom Steyer. Now, for those of you who don't recall, Did Tom Steyer was a billionaire who ran for the Democratic nomination oh, in 2020 and was just like kind of like harmless, but he was like yeah. a very poorly dressed billionaire whose entire <laughs> campaign was like, Yeah. I'm one of the good impeached Donald Trump. Trump. No. Mm-hmm. You want who own like King King Power who own Leicester mm-hmm. and are seemingly mm-hmm. like football mm-hmm. and want to invest and they know how to invest properly in a football club. That's the kind okay. of like rich billionaire th- that's the kind of billionaire you want. Because okay. other billionaires, they just do it for the joy. Every single billionaire you've mentioned so far, they would yeah. be doing it for explicitly a joyride or okay. somehow a business thing. Probably not okay. really because they're already rich enough. Okay. So that's that's why I would say that's why I'm saying no to everyone. Okay. That's why I'm gonna I'm gonna try try to find someone you're gonna say yes to. Okay. 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 Keep going. Okay. Blake. Um, thoughts. I don't think Tom Stair is bad enough to say okay. no. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. I could like, I could, like uh, redo Newcastle, my standards. Newcastle yeah. are currently owned by Mike Ashley, who's evil. Sure. So yeah, Okay. okay. I can go stay. I can go stay. With a slightly less bad guy is totally fine by me. All right. Okay. Here's a little more interesting one, I think, hopefully. Okay. okay. David Beckham. Oh. David Beckham. I think Oscar would love that. <laughs> <laughs> would he love it or hate it i don't know i i feel like i i wouldn't really care that much actually to be honest okay i mean okay. it's like i don't know I, I i i'd be fine yeah i'd be like okay i mean at least david beckham like knows football and at least yeah. he has connections like the inter miami okay. stuff is hilarious because they're terrible sure. but yeah. i mean like if it if it came down to it yeah sure i wouldn't mind okay now, I think there's a wrinkle that you're not appreciating here, and this will tie into the Ooh. next one, Ooh. is that if David Beckham buys your team, mm. West Ham specifically, yeah. there is a non-zero chance the Spice Girls get back together <gasps> for a rendition of Forever Blowing Bubbles. Oh my, go- oh my god. Well, then you have to take it, right? It's just yeah. it's, it's yeah. similar to uh, the yeah. Kardashians. That's the vibe. Yeah. You just, the chaos, okay. the, it would be awesome. It makes okay. no sense, but it would be awesome. Yeah. 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 Okay, and that ties into the next one, which is Sir Elton John. Ooh, big that would be. Fan. Um, yeah. Elton John. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I mean, he's definitely an asshole, but yeah. 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 Yeah, it'd be. I think it'd be fun to be owned by. It'd Elton be fun. John. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be. Mm-hmm. Alright, the game. last one. Yeah. The last one. J.K. Rowling. No. Nah. Okay. She's okay. a West Ham fan, though. So. It, okay. Huge right. West Ham fan. Interesting. Mm. Yes. Also, a All terrible right. person. So. Sure. You know, yeah. yeah. She's very upfront with how terrible she is. So. That's true. You know, it's a good game. I gotta say, yeah, you, I did you know, like that you know, game. You know what J.K. Rowling would do a great job with? What? Uh, managing the pitch. Great oh, turf. Oh yes. <laughs> okay, that's very good. Love that. Thank like you that. ask that question. It's good just Americanism. So you say that. Good Americanism. No, I just came up with that one actually. He's quick. He's okay. witty. And if you don't believe me, I totally understand. No, no, no. You get credit. I fully believe you did not prepare that much for this podcast. 
Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I think that is pretty self-evident, yeah. Alright. Very good. Is that the last one? That's I all. Think that yeah, was, that's yeah. all I've got. Alright. Shall we wrap, or shall we wrap up with one last thing? It depends yeah, on what the one thing is, Oscar. There can, yeah. can definitely be a part two to this. I'd be 100% okay. down. Okay. Yeah, I'd definitely be down for that. We could do a part two with Premier League stuff. Um, sure. With, sure. with, I don't know, with anything. Uh, uh, not to, yeah. not to embarrass myself. When does the Premier League start? The... This Sunday. This, this Sunday? Sunday? Wow. This Saturday. Next? No. Brentford. Oh, oh right. Yeah, no. Uh, ne- right, yeah. This, yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Well, then, if you if you send me a spate of games to watch, I will try my best to stay awake for them. And, no, wait. Uh, it's two weeks. It's two weeks away. It's two weeks okay. away. Okay. Two weeks. Am I crazy? Thirteenth. Have... That's not next week. That is correct. That is not. Yeah. Why do I have? It starts with Brentford Arsenal. No. Yes. On Friday the thirteenth. Oh, it's Friday the thirteenth. <gasps> that means Arsenal is going to lose. Probably. Yeah, maybe um, they get relegated. Brentford Arsenal does Brentford. sound like the name of a celebrity child. Brentford Arsenal. It does. That's very true. That's very true. I'm ex- Brentford will be fun to watch, probably. So um uh-huh. yeah. Alright. Alright. Wait, wait, what um, are we... Oh, that's because Newcastle are playing a friendly versus Norwich. I thought that was the first uh, Premier League game of the year. Nah, mm. nah. Not that everything revolves around yeah. Newcastle. Uh, that is true. But, you know, you know. All right, this has been wonderful. We should definitely do a part two. I'm glad to hear that. We'll yeah, do a part two. You know, we'll we'll watch uh, West Ham all together, and uh, West Ham yeah. and Newcastle all together. There's another team yeah. there. Um, but yeah, Thomas, thank you so much. Thank you, boys. It has been a delight. Thank you for having me. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, Craig. Yeah. Uh, yes, thank you, Blake. Thank you, Oscar. Of course. Yeah, if you uh, are listening to this and you've enjoyed uh, Thomas on the podcast, yeah. and you definitely um, have. What is your what is your handle? Oh, uh, on Twitter? Yeah. At TJHugs23. It's a good yeah. one. So if you liked him or if you did not like him, but especially if you did not like him, go to yeah. TJHugs23 yes. and let him hear it. Absolutely uh, unload on me. I am so looking forward to all of your hate. It's going to be fantastic. Thank you. Uh, follow, yeah, follow Oscar at OH. S C U H. Follow me at B Munch. Follow the pod, Peak Too Early Pod. Email Peak Too, peak too Early Pod at yes. gmail.com. Leave us a review. Take care. Stay safe. See you whenever we can record again. Yes. All right, yes. Bye. All right. Bye. I'm standing. <laughs>